Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. Anywhere. 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 It's, all, it's coffee this week, folks. Um, we're, you know, it's, it's early in the morning. Actually, it's, it's in the afternoon. I got David sitting across from me. And what up? Finally back after over a year. We got Lucky. Let's go, Luciano. baby. Man, it's, I mean, I, I, it's weird that it's been so it's, long. It's not Lucky, right? What do you mean? Oh, well, people still call me Lucky. Okay, they still call you Lucky. Yeah, I I, I changed like my artist name to my name, Luciano Reyes. But people still call oh, me that's Lucky, right, Luch. That's right, that's right. Yeah, we, no, yeah, we still discuss you Jesus as Lucky. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, no, don't even don't even like being director or anything. No, it's all good. God, I'm such a bad host. No, it's oh. it, I you you met him as Lucky. We had yeah. another artist friend who changed his name, and we still call him the original. But. Um, Shout out Raz Nasty, aka Rowdy Fingers. He, I, Raz Nasty still exists, right? He's, no, he's no, got two names. Those no, are two no. personas. Rowdy actually is on the road right now, and he's going to be in LA soon. So keep an eye out for that. I'm so excited. But he he has this song called Honda Civic that I it, it's like uh, what's that the the moment from that parody movie where he's like he played that record right, spin that tune, and I said that's a hit or what? Yeah, he has this song. That is a classic. And I heard it. I heard the demo first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I can't stop listening to this song. It's so incredible. And then this week he sent me like a new version with drums and, and, and ad libs and all this other stuff. And it's incredible, dude. And it's like, saying it's blowing up. No, no. I, well, it's not out yet. I heard the like the. the it's going to blow it's, up. I think I have this. You know how like Rick Rubin is like. Oh yeah, that's a good song, and he's like a genius about music. <laughs> For sure. I have that feeling about Rowdy Fingers Honda Civic. Like, I was like, "Yo, this is this is the next thing." I'm telling you, even, and even just based on the name alone, that sounds like something that might pop the fuck off, bro. He can pluck the the shit out of a guitar. It's yeah, insane. he's super talented as well. Like, I'm always surprised when a, a like a friend of mine has talent that I'm, I'm only used to seeing like famous people have. Yeah, you know, when every now and then you come across someone like that in your life, and you're just like, wait. What the hell? You're that good at baking? Yeah, no, it's incredible. Um, dude, you're leaving. Yes, I- I'm moving back to New York. Give us the story. Um, oh, I mean, damn, shit, we're just starting right <laughs> off the bat. That's crazy. Well, you've only you only lived yeah. in L.A. for like three years, right? Yeah, just about a little bit less. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been a fucking wild ride since I've 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 moved out here for sure, and like I'm so happy California. <laughs> damn. It's been a wild, it's been a wild ride, even though I'm leaving, but I'll still be back. Don't worry, y'all, for now. <laughs> Don't It'll worry, back. I'm leaving, uh, but I ain't gonna live in Cleveland. I'm uh-huh. going to the NYC to be with uh, my homies and my grown sis. Yo, and also the Knicks. That's how it is uh-huh. when you're living and you leave the six. Hey. One six, come out to the LA. Next thing you're like, no way, I'ma go way back in the NY. And that's why I'm hanging with the Giants and I'm in the sky. Yes, I can't wait to go to a Knicks game. Cause uh-huh. on the court, Jalen Slippy doing tricks, man. With the basketball in hand, all the dribbling. I had a stab at it, took a bite, nibbling. Uh, on the pieces that I collect in my place. See the look on my face. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. We got Damn, through that, it. That came up fast. No, no, it's, 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 it always starts off a little rough, and then yeah. you know we get into it, bro. And that's why I'm glad I have this coffee because I needed it. 
to God fo- damn. Although it's already like affecting me. Do you ever? It's my first caffeine of the morning, so like I'm already starting to get get like jitters and whatnot. And I've only had like two sips of this. That's shit. kind of quick. That happens to me with the nicotine vape. I hit the nicotine vape two or three times, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Maybe it's a combination of both of them. Oh, because you've been hitting the neck. Yeah, dude. Um, you were telling hitting me off. The neck. Speaking of nicks, you got one of those. You got, no, you got a vape? No, I don't got a vape, but I like the way you said it, hitting the nick. Like, yeah, hey. after, after, there's an episode. No, no, low key, that was from the Lazarus episode. Oh my god, you're right, dude. <laughs> that makes I, it makes sense, like hitting the nicotine, hitting the nick. That's so funny. That we, nick, well, that's yeah. the thing. That's we've been saying that since that was like what that dude contributed the most to our lives was hit the nick. I, I say that all the time now kind of clever hope he's okay hey. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> wherever you go whatever you do damn and uh i feel I <laughs> that's feel, it <laughs> i don't low-key well, i don't it was know gonna be like, like just like another line to like is that, know, is that be, song I'll, from a movie or what yeah, how, how do i know I'll be, that ra- I'll be right there waiting for you um is that from tarzan or uh, <laughs> it feels like one of those boisterously dramatic songs from tarzan that i think it's from the 80s or some or, or 90s or something like that I, i'm sure i'm gonna come across a song like just i don't know whatever and i'm gonna send it to you guys and be like yo remember when y'all sang this on the pod i think yeah i, no, I, you're right. looking I, it up. I have moments I have like that to. all the fucking time wherever you go it's gonna be the first thing that pops up by the calling what no way <laughs> what a bad name for a band <laughs> it, uh, it's a song by richard marx okay uh well i guess um i got the wrong one. Oh yeah <laughs> um so you're, you're le- right yeah you're leaving and you yeah. said that your sister's getting a place and you're moving in with her oh uh, no well not not yet not not okay. that um my sister did leave leave long beach though uh, she was like, yo, I bought a place. I'm fucking doing it. And I was like, yo, you're the shit. Um, yeah, I just, there's a lot of shit going on back home. Like, I have friends getting married. Um, like, I'm going to be a godfather. And one of my friends is having, like, a, a baptism and stuff. So, there's, like, a lot of, like, life, life shit going on. And I kind of want to be back and, you know, support sure. my family, support my friends. You That's know, totally reasonable. In the, in, and in the summer. What's great is it's New York, so it's not even like you're like it's not like you're moving back to Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's literally yeah. you're moving back to one of the other major fucking metropolitan areas. Like yeah. some people move like their dream is to move to New York yes. from LA. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, bitch, I'm from there. Yeah. I just go back whenever I want. Like, I, I think <laughs> the the idea that oh I moved to LA and then I'm moving back it, it can be perceived as like uh oh I, I gave up on LA, but in reality it's like you came here and had in the your position specifically. Yeah, you're yeah. moving. No back opportunities to, are lost. Yeah, you, you <laughs> yeah. can continue to do what you're doing over there, and uh, you're keeping your job. And and, and, you, and it's one thing where it's and I've been thinking about this so much. Like once you once you told me to come on the show, Alex, um, I was just kind of like reflecting, like, yo, this is such a bookend to like yeah. kind of like the start of my journey. I think the first month I was out here, I met you guys because we were at a show and everybody was going live and we were chucking and jiving like they say in the 70s. I met a girl with big tits. I put my face in them. They were heavenly. Yo, shout out to Music Mitch. He he made us, he got us in that sitch, that situation where I met this bitch and now we're friends and that's just how it is. And then, uh, damn it, now he's no longer where I live. Yo, that was our first opportunity to network. And yeah, recently I'm up in my net worth. Uh, yeah, I bet jerks wish that they could come on this show and get worse. Woo. Yeah, it's cool to see y'all part of y'all journey. Uh-huh. And you guys both being a part of mine through podcast and 
beats and rhymes all we do is just kick it and have a great time yeah part of mine too yeah this dude has a hot track called lime juice that's well, a fact. that was well, that was the first promo yeah, track that you were right. doing on here and i remember being like okay yeah this guy's got it this is some some real california vibes right here yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, have you? Do you have anything else that you've dropped recently? Like, uh, not really. My last song I dropped was I think over the summer I dropped overseas. Did you do a uh, sped up version of that or of a different? There was like a you were you were promoting a sped up version of one of your songs. Yeah, that was like the hot shit on TikTok for a little while. And I got to admit, like a lot of songs sound great sped up. It's like it's a different. You know, that song. song "Rose" by. Uh, the, I'm a polar flex and like a yeah, rose. Yeah, yeah, That's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is a sped up version yeah. of a song, which if you go and listen to the original, it's like a completely different vibe. Oh, yeah. It it's, is so weird. Yeah, it's like a really slow moving song. Mm -hmm. Like It's kind of dark. Yeah, and that piano sounds so different when it's going. Dum, dum, yes. As opposed to. Dum, 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 like yes. just yes. totally different vibe. And it's. Oh, it, man. It, there's like a trend in um, TV and media, especially in like movie trailers or any trailers. They just take a popular song and they make like the dark version yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. It's sort of slowed down yeah. cover and it'll just be like, uh, um, what I want you got. It might be hard to and it's like why are, this is like, like some weird <laughs> slow motion footage that doesn't actually it's happen. Like, yeah, slow mo car crash while this yeah, is yeah, happening, yeah, and then you hear yeah. in the background surfing USA. Yes. <laughs> Everybody was. I remember hearing Bing. that <laughs> surfing, <laughs> surfing, Bing. and like do some weird thing. Starring right the Rock and a fucking shark. <laughs> Summer 2025. Nah, no, USA. Yeah, I remember hearing the "I Got Five on It," but the Oppressional version for uh, oh. us. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and thinking like, "Yo, this shit is good. This shit is so crazy." In the background, you just hear. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> this summer. <laughs> now that was um fifty percent of the music in uh, True Detective Night Country was the dark, slowed down version of a popular song, which is, was strange. Is that good? I haven't watched it yet. Uh, and, you know, if you're you, a big fan of you True Detective, I've watched the, I binged it in one day just so I could, you know, form an opinion that didn't sound like <laughs> just I get over it already. Well, it's one of those <laughs> things where. Everyone's everyone claims that if you didn't like it, it's because you hate women. Yeah, so yeah. I, I had to get to the bottom of it. Well, okay. and also the, in my eyes, the ability of to watch the whole thing means it's good enough, um, right? Like you, you were <laughs> able. I, mean, I was to editing while I was doing it, but. I, I would say this. Um, yeah, it's, you really it's, just wanted to be like, yo, fuck it. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to talk about it without sounding like you hate women. Yeah, it's it's it, and so it's almost like I don't even want to shit on it because all the things that are bad of it are directly related to the girl boss shit that goes on in it. Because other than that, mm -hmm. it's it's actually kind of a good show. If you like the the writing and the dialogue is what is trash. It's it like every that's, now and then. That's like eighty percent of what that that that's what made the first season yes. so fucking great. It's it, they want to be the first season so bad. Like they have this. Uh, like they they do the whole like the driving scenes where they have their back and forth. Mm -hmm. But in the new season, they 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 can't let anything be serious for a second. You know, like there was. There were some jokes in the in the Rustin Cole and and the Woody Harrelson back and forth, but yeah. it wasn't like. No matter what, the joke was that Woody's character was just creeped out by Rusted. 
and now they're just it's just a it's like freaking Guardians of the Galaxy in that car right oh. now with the, with the dialogue or whatever. That's and weird. Yes, um, it's not as campy as Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm being hyperbolic, but still, it's that was one of the things that kind of took me out of it. Uh, overall, like the setting is awesome. Like, okay, the, the whole Arctic setting is sick. So and there are some redemptive qualities. Yeah, uh, I would argue that if it wasn't related to True Detective, it would probably be a good show. I think that's the problem with True Detective is that fucking season one was so damn so good damn that it's really good. hard to follow up. No, you can't. Follow. I was trying to watch season two, but there was too many characters and the plot got swallowed up. Honestly, I feel bad for talking <laughs> shit about season two. I should have not let them words out uh-huh. of my mouth. Cause season two's actually kind of bangs kinda when I bangs. look at season three and then what it became. What God it dang. Became. Yeah, I'm a big fan of season two. Mm-hmm. I actually watched it recently, my dude. Ooh. Yo. And you know, Vince Vaughn, yo, yep. he fucking, his shit was long. Yay. Whoa. Yeah. Can't agree. Because <laughs> I didn't enjoy it if you ask me. Whoa. But it's okay because I respect your opinion. And I've always had a childhood crush on Rachel Adams. Woo. Rachel McAdams, <laughs> yo, yo, she can't get yeah. it. And honestly, Colin Farrell, he was lit in it. He was so drunk and he beat up. Oh, yeah, he went, like a fucking, he went like a fucking G. He's like, all right, you're going to kill me? I'm going to go out in the fucking. Right? He went out in the shootout or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that, that shit was gangster. Low key, like the first time I watched True Detective Season 2, I didn't like. It. Upon the rewatch, I appreciated what it was going on. It's like, um, it's kind of like True Detective season one, like turned up to, to um, infinity. Yeah. Like when they have that that whole like gang fight in the streets of L.A. That was a great scene. That too. shit was is yeah. bonkers. And I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, "This is dumb." And then the next time I watched it, I was like, "Okay, this is crazy. This yeah. is lit." But um, and then. Season three was just kind of season three wasn't bad. It was just not as good as two, and then definitely not as good as one. And I think I think what what uh, what season three didn't didn't really project was like it was a slow fucking burn. Yeah, like you you could tell shit. I never finished it, but it was just like a lot of explaining, a lot of all right. Here's everything that these guys kind of went through, and then it and then it gets juicy. I think yeah. also the the timeline in season one is so broad, like. They're talking to them 10 years after the case. Yeah. Like they're going through this whole thing. And then it has this very like good conclusion where the case is solved. Yeah. And you get that satisfaction of everything being complete. Season two doesn't really have that. Season two kind of leaves you with blue balls a little bit. Well, season two is, has a very depressing ending. Yeah. That's why the, yeah. se- the ending of season two, like the ending of season one is almost like. It's a happy, good indeed. Like Woody Harrelson's reconnecting <laughs> with his family. Yeah. Rustin believes in God and yeah. that his child's in heaven. Yeah. It's like this this super wholesome Redemptive, indie. Redemptive, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, uh, yeah, no, season two doesn't have that. It was all like just the worst shit that could happen. The only person yeah. who sort of gets a good ending in that is Rachel's character. And, and it's not even that good. Even no, that's no. just like a, like a single mom like hustling. Through, like, she's got, like you see her like go through that crowd in Mexico City. With Vince Vaughn's wife. I it's was gonna been, say it's Vince Vaughn's kid. Ending. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what I really loved about season two? Every now and then they'd have scenes in the bar, and there would be that lady. She was, like, "This is my yeah. least favorite life." <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's all. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, 
dude. Uh, so people shouldn't watch season four. Uh, you know what? Watch for science. I think, but pirate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't don't pay, don't, don't pay hate, HBO. Don't hate watch it. Um, because apparently it is the most successful season of True Detective so far. Well, because it has the, the most viewership. Because the first season was not like really appealing to the public. Like season four is probably much more this, marketable. This, it has yeah. fucking ghosts and and fucking zombies. Right, people in it. people it's, love that it's a, shit. Some, it's some supernatural bullshit that should that belo- does not belong in a true detective series. Yeah, true detective oh, okay. is like super realistic. I, no, I will say this. They, they, I, I, like I want to. This happens in the second episode, so it's not really that big of a spoiler. Uh, but this is probably the most egregious supernatural bullshit thing that happens in the whole show. That. At, at the end of the day, if it wasn't a true detective show, this actually might come off as kind of cool. They so they the the show opens. They're trying to solve this murder of these scientists in the Arctic that are frozen. There's like five of them dead in a big frozen pile, and while they're like examining them, one of them breaks off. One of the cops or whatever breaks off the arm of one of the frozen corpses. And the corpse just starts screaming, and I guess it's alive. And so they, like, bring it to a hospital. So I guess this guy survived hypothermia or whatever, but was still frozen solid somehow. And then the reason that the thing that brings him back to life is his arm breaking off. So now he's, like, strapped to a gurney in the hospital. Like, half of his limbs are missing due to hypothermia. And he's, like, screaming or whatever. And the, and the main cop characters are there just like, we need to talk to this guy and get information out of him. They're like, it's not going to happen. And then the guy just stops screaming, sits up straight, and does like the, he knows one of their names. He's yeah. like, Evangeline, <laughs> this is your mother speaking. And it's just like, what the fuck are we watching here? This is a true detective show? Are more you like, joking? More like not true detective. Damn, Dave. <laughs> Yo, Dave hit the nail on the head, yo uh-huh. He saw True Detective and made it dead, yo You don't want that Dave smoke Dave's got the greatest jokes when he comes at your motherfucking throat Ooh. Yo, I'm the funniest motherfucker mm-hmm. That never took up being a trucker Ooh. Yeah, I am about to drive for a career Actually, I kinda, at the time, I do, dude yeah. <laughs> Beep, beep, get out the way Ludacris, my name's Luciano Who the shit? Hey, spitting these bars Feel like LA cause I'm about to get charged yeah, I'm about to get my CDL <laughs> And I'ma drive down to hell And fucking kill Satan as well And then I'ma come back and watch True Detective Season 4 And then I'ma want me some more I want me some more of the True Detective Yeah, But not the one that stars the whores Yo, me, uh, I need rapport with dudes who uh, don't like it, door yeah, yeah, see now that is you got you have to you have to be able to talk about it without calling them whores, <laughs> or else you do kind of sound like you didn't like it because you hate women. Unfortunately, I want to I want to say this about. I realized right after I said it, I was like, I'm in L.A. I'm gonna catch a charge, but like, I, like, like the I Chargers. But I mean, like Chargers, not like catch a charge, like a like a like get arrested. Yeah, yeah like, like assault. I still think of them as a San Diego team. No, no. What I was gonna say, the problem with uh, uh, shows that promote. Uh, like women in protagonist roles isn't that it's 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 just that you're taking a product that was branded a certain way and then just reframing it with women instead of writing something original for women i think that that is fine uh as long as you're um not also simultaneously denigrating every single male character in the show there there's this thing where like if if a show um purports itself to be this inclusive girl boss stuff which is kind of a lot of shows are have strong female characters but they don't 
project this air of we're do- it's we're women and blah blah blah. And I think that that it, that works better when when out the gate you're like this is the girl boss version of True Detective or whatever. And then you you watch it and you see how like none of the male characters have any like redemptive qualities. And if they do gain any redemptive qualities, it's because they gain them through their relationship with these strong female characters who already off the bat are pretty much like the best at their job. Yeah, yeah. No they're matter just what. incredible. And, and, and like, they're not even trying. They any, just can't help. But any 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 flaw that they have is like not really like a real flaw. It's like their their flaws they're they're too ambitious. Yeah. Or, or some shit like that. <laughs> My flaws I can never and, and, stop and, working. And now I'm starting to sound like I hate women. And yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to talk about this show, which you know what? No, it's it, an example that is obvious is the, I think it was Ocean's 13 or 14 or the one with Sandra Bullock and Rihanna and all yeah. those. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, let's take this product that was successful starring men and just repackage it for a female audience and then just not try. Like what would have been great is like, just write a great heist movie that features many women characters and then that'll be great but instead they take something that already exists and just inject women in there and that in itself makes it less valuable because it's not original that the problem isn't the women it's the lack of originality yes inclusivity for clicks also like like trying to like there's a part of me that thinks a lot of um, stuff that we see these days that is purported as inclusive or whatever, like obviously inclusive. Like when you see like, uh, um, uh, what's a great example? I don't know, like the seven dwarves. And then all of a sudden, like literally every single race of person is going to be like represented or whatever. And it's like, okay, we're doing this for a reason. You know what I mean? It's not because you respect all these races of people. You're doing it because you know the internet is going to be like, man, they ruined Snow White. And then the other side is going to be like, no, they made it better. There's that. And there's also like, like big brands, like using people as like their tokens. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, hey, we're going to support this. So we're going to make it insert whatever the fuck you want there. And like, just seeing that, like, is like kind of annoying, right? Like, I think it's awesome when Nike and Adidas fucking do like the stuff for like pride and do like pride merch or whatever but it's like don't just support these people when it's like their time like support them all year round don't yeah. support them when it, they it doesn't have to be uh, and i think that that's hollywood's issue is that you know it's like all right we were, we were gonna make this thing with women but like we're not it's it, gonna be they're trying to speed run inclusivity basically. yeah they're trying to like just like like fast on the treadmill it's like no take your time we love stories when characters are developed when we see their flaws when they have their redemption arc that's that's everybody that redeeming yes. story doesn't have a sex to it and so trying to like force this meaning turns off people and then the people that are turning off then get yelled at by other people and it's like no we just we're, we're in support of this but the way that they're doing it it's just not done well that's, that's the main problem. It's totally a grift. That's just what it is, yo. Yeah. I'm just trying to riff. Yo, here's a good example of that shit. Yo, Bud Light had Dylan, and now they got Sang Changilis. Yo, it wakes, makes way more sense for them to get Shane. It don't cause pain to the stockholders. Yo, that was heavy, like big boulders. Mm. Whoa. Goddamn, I don't even know what to follow up. Shit. I be playing games, hungry hippos, y'all motherfuckers better gobble up, cause we taking over the land. Yo, hungry hippos, shout out to Hasbro, that's me, I'm the bro that plays with the hippos. Yo, you know, they. what are they eating, are those apples? It's some kind of fruit, it's just balls. Yo, <laughs> I'm a hungry hippo, hippo, with the balls. Yeah, I'm in the bathroom stall, 
uh, uh, goblin on Jamal. Okay. <laughs> so I, that, <laughs> <laughs> um, goblin on Jamal. Well, I, there was balls, and I was a hungry. No, no, hippo. no. I, I liked like, it honestly. Well, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm Jamal Goblin. You, you would like it. Have so. y'all um have y'all done like any like traveling? There's this new thing that I'm kind of finding out, and it's like. How can I explain what that was? That was Yo, loud. other places are cool. Uh, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's like I never understood why people were like, oh, I love Chapman, like kind of like make like make it like their whole personality. Yeah, <laughs> not to sound like an asshole, but um, I don't know. I've done a lot of traveling recently, and I'm just like, oh shit, like I'm starting to get it. Have y'all been anywhere yeah. cool recently? Not recently, but I think um to like the broader point, I I fully agree. The the most exotic place I've ever been is just Mexico. I've been there a few times. Yeah. Um, I guess Hawaii technically counts, but it's still America. Right. Uh, um, and it's one of those things where it's certainly a perspective widener and i think it happens without you even realizing it when you're a man of the world you just have this air of wisdom to you that just sort of is natural and i don't know it reminds me of when i was in um college we had to take a uh class called like something in culture i can't remember what it was but the whole class was just how to approach foreign culture and whatnot and just sort of like teaching you to be 100% ready for anything and yeah. not like and just open to whatever like stuff that you might think is weird in America is and I think that um no it's totally important even just going to Mexico will gives you a hint or of yeah that. just yeah. Get, even if you just went to fucking Florida you would experience like a different realm of existence because the culture there is so different the yeah. Cuban people so like even within the United States you could travel and and, and expand your horizons I do think that there's two things about travel that I find difficult. One is if you're trying to build something like a podcast or you're, you're in the kind of like building stages of your life, travel can interfere with your momentum significantly. Like if I go to Spain for two weeks right now, I'm going to be fucking behind significantly. And some other podcast that's working really hard is now two weeks ahead of me. Like if they're my competition, I'm now behind because I'm over here traveling and all this shit. But if you're in a job with PTO and all you got to do is go to your job and then you get to take two weeks off randomly here and there. At that point, I think travel is essential because you're locked into the structure of your work. And then whenever you do have time off, instead of just staying home and laying around, then, yeah, now is the time for you to go on vacation. You're still getting paid. You're experiencing a new place. And I think that's important. But I do think that people who um, have like a thing that they're really working hard on um, – I, in my in my experience, I fucking got to travel as a kid because my parents are fucking international. Right. So I kind of got to do all that shit, and now I'm like. Long perceive- story short, we're just we don't travel just be, we we don't travel because we're trying to stay ahead of the Glizzy Nation podcast, <laughs> hey, no matter what. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, exactly. I can't, I can't, I can't be caught slacking. Which, which what'd you do that to sucks. get what'd you do to get fired from that podcast, man? I didn't know. <laughs> now you just starting shit, dog. <laughs> No, um, and that's that's another thing I've been trying to like change. It's like my next creative venture. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do next. Like, yeah. like I still have songs that I can release. Yeah, but are you not making music regularly? Like, so you kind of lost the rhythm yeah, of that. Yeah, and it's not even just like lost lost the rhythm. I think just I don't know. I just feel like well and like accomplished about what I've done with music, and I don't feel like the need to like. All right, I gotta like make art and put it out there and promote it for a week and do all like do like yeah. the rat race that comes with all of that and like i love the music and i love music i love the music industry and 
through my job at Meta, I'm still like kind of in it. Yeah, sure. like I work with publishers a lot. I'm still doing like a lot of like research on, you know, like just songs and stuff related to that. Um, it's a tech company, so I've kind of started getting into the mix of how to like work like code and sure things like that. So it's just it's been a cool experience and like I don't know. I came out it's here. It's almost like a, a new passion. It's a new passion. It's like a new venue to like do the things. It's Growing up, like, I thought, right, freestyling at parties, I was going to be, like, a rap star, doing all this fucking shit. Yeah. And so I just kind of followed that path. I found out a bunch of other, other shit. And, like, I'm still making money through music. It's just the avenues way fucking, the outcome is way different than yeah. I thought when originally coming into this shit, well, you know? We, we talked about this on the beat, uh, the episode with Beatnet where it's, like, the, the way that people make money with music isn't just being a fucking star, being the, the spotlight. Yeah. Like, there's all this other shit that you can do with music yeah and um i think that's good it, it's also like also be super oh. hard to fucking chase uh, a music career 24 7 as an independent artist yeah. you gotta make all this content and it's nonsense uh promoting your own shit and your fucking high school friends gotta see that shit it could be a lot give you a little bit of anxiety Gotta meditate and then find the higher me. I just want to be an artist living in society. Yeah. <laughs> just got off my nine to five and I want to unalive myself right now, dude. How am I supposed to write right now, dude? I just want to go and cry right now, dude. Oh my God. Uh, I got a nine to five instead. Now I'm pointing the lead to my head. Damn. Cause I had to go and get this bread Uh huh But I sold my soul to get it Damn Moving back home so I could stack some dough Get a haircut but not like Macklemo Whoa <laughs> No that's the alt-right haircut now Yeah dude this motherfucker <laughs> had like the taper Wee! I mean I pro- I'm probably sure he has a different haircut now Yeah he probably He ben. probably got, he got a new fade <laughs> yeah. I do Dude I used to be obsessed with Macklemore bro He's I, a talented dude I don't. I mean people like clown on him and think he's corny or whatever He is he's, corny He's gotten to a pretty corny spot for sure I think uh, yeah. I don't know it's hard to He had a moment It was a good moment and yeah, then it, sure. it faded It passed yeah. yeah, and that motherfucker's got hits. Like he's probably still on tour right now. You know, having fun with his oh, life. He's like the, one of the biggest independent rappers of all time. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, so. man. One, also, good. you don't cool. have to keep making music. Like you have a catalog that continues to generate an income. So it's like, yeah, I, I, the, I started like a clothing line and shit. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, well, that was corny you, because he has a whole song about how it's whack to pay more than fifty dollars for a T-shirt, yeah. and nothing on his website for his clothing is cheaper than a hundred dollars. That is a little there. hypocritical. <laughs> I, I want to just ha- give you guys a quick take on what we were saying earlier about uh, inclusion in, in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Uh, he, sorry, he calls it ignorant bitch shit in the song to pay fifty dollars for a T-shirt, and, and then goes, he's, "Yeah, he's charging." Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, quick, just quick take that i thought of with the inclusive inclusive shit in hollywood yeah like how they had the black little mermaid that doesn't make any sense black people can't swim oh okay big God. j sorry i, I don't know <laughs> that's something right? no, no, i mean that uh, that was like literally the first joke that was oh, made that was about that joke. yeah that was <laughs> i thought i thought of it <laughs> i was getting ready for like a real like don't get me wrong like, it, 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 that's a funny thing to say there but i go. just no, no no there was just i could have said I thought, it different maybe. i thought you were really about to like Give us like a fucking no, 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 the, 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 the J- uh, big J Okerson. Big J Okerson told a better version of that joke where he talks about how like she wouldn't be able to get her hair wet, which I, I think is <laughs> that's, that's much better. That's solid. That, and, that's way more. And there solid. was another version that was that it would be called Lil Mermaid, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> 
Yo, damn, dude. Okay, so my joke is third. <laughs> In the lexicon of jokes. No, but at the same time, that is... I, I I had nothing I had nothing against the that one because little it's a mermaid it's that's it's, like a fictional it, creature a, that's or whatever. What that's, that's like, yeah, it doesn't exist. Why black. does why do people care so much? Like you're get you're gonna get into a fight on fucking Instagram comments. You give yourself a stroke over. This. I guess it's yeah. it's just annoying because it's like just make a new Disney movie. Like that's what's annoying about it. It's like let's take this thing that already exists and not put any effort into making a new thing. And then instead of just make making the live motion of it, we're just gonna make her black, and now it's gonna market a new audience. So it's, it's like it's just yeah. it is it's technically lazy. It's yeah, lazy. It's that's Disney, a, yeah, but Disney knows they're gonna make money. You think they give a no? That's what I mean. It's it's one of those things where it's 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 it's. More appropriate to get upset of the laziness than the obvious yeah, pandering. Yeah, I don't care that it, she's yeah. black. It's just this movie sucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, write a new movie. Dude, I mean, the the Snow White uh, remake got uh, so... They had to, like, postpone it for a whole year because... What's her name? Rachel Zegler, the main actress. <laughs> she who, was talking shit about the She movie. was talking shit about the original movie that was literally a yeah. groundbreaking animated film. Like, the first animated movie to win Oscars... Uh, it like opened up the door for animators to win Oscars, essentially. It just um, doesn't make any sense to me when people talk about old media with a new mindset. I'm like, of course that shit was the way it was in 1948 or whatever. Like, obviously you can't put your new insight onto those people. They were living on fucking $3 a day. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make it. It's like when they're when they're like, we need to take down statues of these old uh of these old fucking generals. I'm like, okay, well, like, I mean, what would you have done if you were living as a white person in fucking 1938? You probably would have been a racist. You know, not me, man. You would not have been, me. Been, you would have been a good one. Nah, dude, I would <laughs> that not, I don't have a single racist bone in my body and I resent you for even suggesting it. No, nah, it's honestly something that other people have said in a more, you know, eloquent way. So my take is, is hack anyways. Stealing oh, jokes from Big J. <laughs> well, that one, I would. It's one of those bits where I would be like shit. I'd think about it and I would admit that somebody on the entire earth has obviously said this shit. It's like the most basic joke about the Black Mermaid hit. What's funny is I brought the subject back up because I was like, yo, this is some funny stuff. And I really gotta share it with my bros. And they're gonna be laughing till it ain't enough. Facts. That's your thought process. Facts. Yeah, putting together jokes is like a project. Yup. Cause you got the beginning, then the punchline. Uh, Somewhere in the middle, like it's lunchtime. This is the most inclusive podcast. Yeah, you know, we barely have any white guests. Right. And that's just how it is, yo. I just confess, we got an air rib and. Whatever lucky is. <laughs> you're like uh, you're like some type of Puerto Rican or Dominican. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some people see my name, they're like, oh, "Are you Brazilian?" I was like, "No." At Luciano. Yeah, and then I so when I used to I used to work at this cafe, um, and uh, I danced around like, "Hey, Cafe Angelique, Luciano speaking," and they'd be like, "Oh, are you like you know whatever?" And I'd have a talk with this guy, and he was sounded Italian as fuck, and like. I don't know. I said I said like a name of a cheese funny, and he's like, "What type of Italian are you?" And I was like, oh. "Damn, <laughs> mozzarella." Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Italian, bro. Like, <laughs> Would you like the par- par- parmesan? <laughs> hey, um, I actually was gonna say this about you going home 
because if I had family somewhere in the U.S., like a solid family and friends, and he does have. That's why he had to add the caveat yeah, solid. Yeah, I have. I have shitty family and friends <laughs> elsewhere that I'm trying to actually get away from. Um, but if I had like a good community somewhere, I would instantly go back to them, and that makes total sense because the longer you're out in LA and you're and you don't build a community, it, the more you realize that it doesn't make sense for the human. Uh, uh, the human organism to be isolated. Like this whole like LA lifestyle where you don't have friends, you don't have a place that you go every weekend and, and see the same people. You don't bump into people at the grocery mm-hmm. store. Like that whole thing being absent from your life doesn't work. And that's why I think it makes total sense, especially since it's New York. It's like, fuck, it, now you get to go to great delis and get a slice and and do all this cool shit that happens. I miss in all New York. that shit so much. Exactly. Like, ooh. My bad. And like one thing I really miss is just New York in the summer. Like my LA summer was fun, but it was like so different. And like I kind of wanted to taste of that. I'm like, yo, I need to go back to New York and be wild. But it takes a long time to build community. Luckily, because a lot of people say like, oh, they come to LA, people are fake, da 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 da. And like maybe people in the modeling or dancing or music industry are fake, and it's probably you know like the the popular shit, right? Like Hollywood, Santa Monica, or whatever. But I'm like, everywhere I've been, like people have been fine, and like I, you know, um. I joined like a little basketball group to get together and play pickup on Saturdays and Sundays yeah. and all this other stuff. So like whenever I stay somewhere, I try to be as a part of the community as I can. I feel like that takes courage to join a pickup group. No, Man, yeah. Yeah. Be. Just a, a bunch of dudes chilling on a Saturday and you know, they're like, it almost Yo. feels like you're going to AA or something. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, <laughs> I, I, I struggle with find, having friends. <laughs> Even just joining the, the gym down the street, shout out the episode with Seabass. Go listen to that. Mm. Um, there's a, uh, uh, hard, hard works fitness down the street. It's a Muay Thai boxing gym. Even just pulling up to that, and I pay. It's not like a pickup, like random people. It's yeah. like I paid. But you go to these classes where there are other people and you're sort of participating in this thing and you're socializing. The more you go, the more you start to recognize people. And then it, you keep exercising, not just because you feel good after exercising. You go there and you feel good about being fucking part of part this of little group. group of people. Yeah, That's why people fuck with um, yoga on the bluff. Yeah, 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 because you're, you know, you're doing something with, with people. That's cool and that's why, point. like, people used to go to church. You go to church because you get to hang out with your friends at church. That and, would be, and there'd be some, be some baddies. That would some baddies be, at church, and the fucking bands are dope. Yeah, I'm thinking of... And obviously God. The, that would be a, a, a <laughs> hilarious sequel to Snow on the Bluff. Yoga on the bluff. Oh, y'all seen Snow on the bluff? Oh, no, uh, okay. yeah, I just well, that. <laughs> Damn it! I thought well, I, was... I know of that movie. It's like a it's like a, a found footage style movie <sighs> about just uh, a gang in like the Midwest. And yeah, just some shit going down in the hood. It's it's pretty cool. All right, I just I feel like found footage movies got played out so Bro, quick. They if they're good, they're lit. They're, yeah, they're like, it's a awesome. it's a perfect format, especially for independent filmmaking, because anybody can make it work with their budget and it's just you have to be a good it's, it goes back to the same thing we were saying earlier you have to be a good writer and to execute the fucking vision and not be lazy with it like yeah. if you're just doing uh scare uh jump scares and and bullshit like that and the horror style you're like not really you have to put an effort into writing an interesting story mm-hmm. and uh, nowadays that's that's actually very valid it's actually a great time to be an independent filmmaker because there's so much shitty media that it highlights the good stuff. Yeah. Like, have you seen um, Missing or Searching, either of those movies? I, I know what you're talking It's the, uh, the girl who plays the sister in Euphoria. 
starting that I think movie. she's in searching, I believe. Yeah. Um, it's or, like, like the mom goes well, missing or some shit? Yeah, there's one where the mom goes missing, and then there's one where uh, the girl goes missing. Damn. And they, they're basically the same movie, yeah. and the next one is directed by the editor of the previous one, and so there, it's always fun to be involved with the project, son. Uh, I'm not sure, but I've seen one of those uh, with some hoes and bros, and we were sitting, sucking on each other's toes, and we were like, yo, this movie is gold. It's a great time to be an independent filmmaker, great. artist, musician, when you're cooking up every day, like you in the kitchen. I can't believe Alex watched two movies in a row where people was missing. Yo, they was missing, <laughs> but they was be founding. Is that a word? Yo, that shit is not profound, son. Hey. You got Harold from Harold and Kumar, and he's searching for his black daughter, and he gets her far. Yo, thankfully she shared her location uh, and didn't follow her vocation Mm -hmm. uh, of converting the whole nation. But yeah, that one uh, was a creative way of doing found footage because it was all like camera camera phones, but then also screen recording recording on laptops, Ah. which was kind of cool. And they still somehow managed to make it exciting. Um, As above, so below is really good. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's all right. You didn't. You didn't like that one. Damn. They didn't because they didn't go through. I don't think they went through all the all. Not all. Which I understand. It would have been a longer movie. Like not all the levels of hell were depicted. I think they missed a couple. I know it's it's fucking nitpicky. I'm sorry. (laughs) Whatever. And then there's that one random guy that survives. I honestly don't really the remember one random, that much of the oh, movie. I, but, I, but. I watched it like very recently, and I'm just like, all I remember was watching it and thinking, "Damn, that ruled for a found footage film." I swear, didn't I watch it with you? Maybe for, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. It's for, about the uh, yeah. they were in the French catacombs and they end up going to hell essentially. And no, it's all I, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a sick one. It, um, it, it's dope. Like just. As that, but like analyzing it, I'm like, oh, this is not as cool as I thought it was. <laughs> trying to think, of which sucks. The, I hate that shit. The, I just, sometimes you just want to turn your brain off and just enjoy something, you know? Yeah, it's hard. Wreck one and two are both sick. Oh yeah, it's their Spanish uh, found footage movies. Just R R E C wreck like record. Mm-hmm. Um, those are both lit. Uh, one and two because they they literally just flow right into each other. One the second one takes place immediately after the first one ends. So you could watch them as one long film. It's also in film. Spain, so like there are elements of the found footage that aren't necessarily familiar to most Americans. Like you see this shit that you're like, that doesn't look like a fire truck from California. And, it looks like a different You know what one of the cool things that they did for that movie, um, which is it, it reminds me of how like uh the Blair Witch Project was promoted. Um, because everyone thought the Blair Witch Project was like real for a second. But in order to add realism to the rec series, they actually you know how the it centers around a reporter that is going to like yeah. interview it's a real reporter in Spain. They got oh, someone who actually has a job uh, as a reporter to be in the movie. And so she's it was like even a, more realistic. A, yeah, and I think she was like a famous reporter in Spain. And so they got her to and she's in the whole movie and she does a really fucking good job too. <laughs> That sounds dope. Yeah, no, yeah that's that's a, a good one. I would definitely recommend that. The VHS movies are cool. Yes, yeah, and those are cool because you know it's a compilation. You know, I like that. I've, Should we? Okay, uh, we're defaulting to talking about movies, but there's some current events that I think might be fun. Sure. Um, yeah, there's there's not, a lot of shit. Not fun, I will say, but this is um, something that has been popping up in my feeds. Mm-hmm. Wendy Williams has dementia and aphasia. I don't know what a fascia. I don't is. know what a fascia is, but dementia. It's. I think it's as a result of her abuse of alcohol, or 
being punished by God for being an evil bitch. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's, that's what it is. I, I've seen that take online. So it, I feel, I feel a weird way about it. One time, uh, I was at, uh, I got invited. This is a little flex over here. I got invited to Naomi Campbell's book party. Whoa, I interesting. Just, I knew somebody who knew somebody. Who like, yo, I can get you a ticket if you want to go in. I'm like, yeah, fucking course I want to go in. So I wound up meeting a bunch of like famous people. Um, what's this guy's name? Andy Cohen, the guy that does the the New Year's. Uh, I'm not sure. I Andy is. Cohen. Uh, I know the Cohen brothers, but I don't think it's the same. <laughs> I for, I forget. So like, I met him. Uh, Tyson Bedford was there. Maybe the listeners know who yeah. those people are. Ran into like uh, the people who Conwo, the actress. Anyway, so you know these famous people, and then I'm coming down the stairs, and I'm fucking shit face, and Wendy Oof. Williams is walking in. And she, like, she shouldn't have been walking in. She should have been walking out where I was going. She was like, already drunk? Yeah, she looked, like, really bad. And I was like, Wendy, like, my parents love your show. <laughs> wow. Um, and, yeah, her security guard was like, yo, like, don't even come over here. And I was like, fuck. So it's, I, you don't want to see somebody in bad health, especially, I don't think she's that old, right? She's, what, maybe in, like, her 50s or something, her 60s? Uh, that's a, I feel like maybe. that's a, a, a good estimate. It's hard to tell with black women. Yeah, the black it's don't true. crack, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, she like, but for, for immediately looked a lot once she like left the show. It almost like it seems like it all hit her all at once. Yeah, yeah. I just I feel bad because it like I don't know. She looks like in re- she looks she looked in really bad shape for a while, and now hearing this is just kind of like oh man. Well, no, I think but, that there's a lot of people that are like sorry, like you talk shit for a living, so like you deserve this, and I'm just like I don't. Uh, it's hard. I don't to, it's, that on anybody. It's hard for me to find th- that much sympathy. In like she, it wasn't like just talking shit. Like she would just publicly lie and yeah. and and say just the most heinous shit about people's like private lives and stuff like that. I have some examples if we want. Oh, to. Sure. <laughs> while, while you while you pull that up, I do want to say this. I just think that fuck. dementia is the fucking worst. Uh, you can't remember if you can speak or if you curse. Uh, yeah. Bit of verse. Dementia's a curse, and so, yo, you know, I just don't wanna be on the Wendy Williams show anymore. Cause she can't remember my face anytime that I show up at their place. I feel bad when anybody gets sick. I wouldn't wish that ick on anybody for real. Uh, I feel like for real, how sometimes I spit, and sometimes I like to sing and do my thing when I'm feeling. The fact that you things. can't even remember your fucking friends or your kids. That's the worst kind of sickness. You can't even, like, live. Facts. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, she kind of did the Nancy Grace line. And honestly, she ruined a lot of lives. So it's... uh, it's, She's better off forgetting. (laughs) Damn. I don't think she has the capacity to feel guilt, though. I watched the clip uh, of her, like, in the midst of, like, a dementia episode. She's hanging out with Black China. Is that her name? Oh, yeah, no. who's, who's also yeah. just an awful human. Yeah, yeah. And I guess th- it was part of a documentary to like showcase that Wendy Williams has dementia or whatever. And I don't know. I wouldn't want Black China to be the la- the one who's like have be being my by plus one for this yeah, documentary. Yeah, that's, a, that's a weird. That's a weird combination of people. Plus, like I think Black China is significantly younger than she is. Oh yeah. But they both have that similar evil bitch kind of vibe, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, Aren't I just, they both sociopaths, if I'm not mistaken? I mean, a lot of people that are in those industries are. Like, yeah, that's, in, that's, in, how they, that's how they get there. You're not wrong, but like them specifically, they're, it's like their whole persona is like being evil and proud they of it own sort it. of yeah, thing. They own yeah. It. yeah, 
which a lot of people are just sociopaths behind the scenes. Yeah. That's the way it should be, you know? <laughs> right. Let's go back to the good old days where sociopaths were keeping it under locks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. Oh, uh, maybe, yeah. uh, well, I won't, uh-huh. I don't know. Some of these are pretty crazy. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> if you okay. got a list, let's she, um, So when Terry Crews was uh, doing his whole, like. Um, oh, I thought you were I, talking about more issues. We're still talking about Wendy. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Terry okay. Crews was doing his whole, like, yeah, I was um, assaulted sexually at a party. She was like. How's a grown man gonna get assaulted? Like that rhetoric. Oh, she was fuck. downplaying that shit. Um, uh, she uh, claimed that Method Man was having an affair when his wife had cancer, which was a lie. And she that was how she announced to the world that his wife had cancer, which was a private matter that Method oh, Man so and his wife Oh, so she outed the, yeah. the family. She outed the cancer, which they were trying to keep that under rocks. Um, she encourages women who uh, who want kids to lie about taking birth control and to poke holes in condoms. Because, Whoa. Because, oh, I, actually, I, I think I remember that that was like an actual <laughs> episode of hers. Yeah, yeah be, because the man doesn't recognize the importance of, like, I don't know, the biological clock or whatever. So it's not really their decision, that oh, kind of oh, thing. Fuck. Is it possible that she was just, like, saying crazy shit just for the sake of attention yeah like, does like that make it okay that doesn't make it okay no but like, like, I'm, I'm trying to yeah. understand the intentions behind her behavior because sometimes i'll say insane shit on this podcast just to say something interesting and i don't necessarily mean it with evil intent and and I, okay, and but I if, think it, if it also, becomes your thing yeah, though, yeah that is that is weird there's also like a thing um and i feel like you kind of see this in sports more than often where some like reporters or analysts will try to get information and spit it out just to be the first one. So yeah. like that guy, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with ESPN, Adam Scheffner, I think his name is. He does all like the the NFL shit. We're and not we're not really in, in touch with with the NFL that much. I do. Oh, there is this show on at the gym every uh-huh. with the almost, sleeveless, every, yeah, sleeveless the dude shirt is guy? always wearing a tank top. It's not that guy, right? No, no, no. This guy's <laughs> yeah. This guy's fucking. He's been doing this shit for years, but sometimes he'll leak out information trying to be the first, and he'll either be like wrong or be like just not like good shit and it's like oh you're and people like at him on you know whatever app and be like dude stop like every every like you're always trying to be the first that's, everything you're trying a, to release that's this a very common issue in journalistic scandals yeah. where like it, there was that girl that um was accused of murdering somebody in italy and she was an american is this whole oh, thing yeah, well, she did like a year in prison in italy but there was all these journalists like pushing out fake narratives mm-hmm. because they heard a rumor and then they want to be the first to get. And then the papers are selling like insane whenever you put something scandalous on. Yeah, there. So and then, a, and a, they go back to you for every little fucking thing they need. And it just starts this whole it's cycle. A, of it's shit. a very common issue in journalism yeah. where being being first is more important than being right. And then you can't pull back the narrative that you put out there because people's perception is now altered so it's true that maybe yeah some, wendy is doing that she's like I'm, i want to say some crazy shit before something else. something false will get around twice before the truth gets around once i just uh it's but i'm reminded of that it's, one it's that's horrible that she's doing that though, or did that anyway <laughs> well i'll just i'll finish off with yeah, this yeah, one that's going. pretty awful there's more but uh they, they get less honestly some guy um on reddit what's his name uh Vulcan Hobo, shout out Vulcan Hobo on Reddit. He, he compiled this list, and they start off very egregious, and then by the end of it, it's like he said that Haley Williams was ugly. This <laughs> is like, all right, I don't give a shit about yeah. that. Um, this is the, the last like really egregious one. Um, so 
uh, back, you know, like almost 10 years ago, Kesha like sued her record label to get out of the contract because of sexual assault that was going on. And yeah, she yeah. lost the lawsuit and had to finish her recording contract. Um, and Wendy was like, yo, cause you lost. That means that you was lying and you weren't raped by your boss. So you gotta do that rest of your motherfucking shit. And you should do it with a smile, you lying ass bitch. Whoa. I'm feeling trapped in my contract like I'm Kelly. Like I'm Kelly. Had to go call my moms on my celly. On my celly. Moms, please, could you talk to me? Help me. Mm -hmm. Yo, yeah, I'm chilling out and fuck. They say health equals wealth, not the money in your bank account So don't try to troll people for a living No Cause it might come back to you in the form of something We call that karma, I'm chillin' the drama That's true, and yo, shout out to Kesha You already know, I would like to meet ya Please be on the show we won't ask you any questions about that hoe. We'll just do some fun freestyles. Yeah, you know. Didn't she end up doing something like clever with the new, the next album? Like it was like a country album or something. I do think, yeah, she she I, like completely changed her vibe. Just to fuck. That's with when them. she came out. Uh, I think with praying, right? Praying was about all that. I wouldn't be surprised. Whoa, what am I hearing right now? I said, oh, Ke it's the trash. I said Kelly instead of. Kesha. I had the two and I was like, Kelly, and I was like, wait, <laughs> who's Kelly? I was like thinking Kelly Clarkson for some reason. <laughs> anyway, maybe we, let's just, should I do a quick prayer for Wendy just to make up for? Sure. Yeah, yeah, Do we have I, to? I mean, I mean, only if like the prayer actually means something, not just to uh, no, do no, it. Just it to, yeah, it's going to be I'll deep. be sincere. <laughs> He's a very religious man. Mm, uh, dear God, uh, we would like to thank you for the opportunities that you give all of us in Thank America. you, Lord. And um, sometimes, uh, you know, opportunities come to a close. But at the end of the day, we know that you were in your hands and uh, Wendy Williams is in your hands. Amen. And I want you to work through her brain. Yes, Lord. Give her the comfort that she needs. Thank you. There you go. Thank you, nice. God. You know uh, who else has dementia that people actually feel bad for? Fucking Bruce Willis. Yes, because you know Aww. he seemed like a chill ass dude. It's just like a, yeah. it's the opposite. They're like this this great man, this great male human. The I mean, he's also like low key a badass. Right? No, yeah, well, and also the yeah. uh, Bruce it's Willis, like a Clint, e Clint Eastwood style guy. It's Bru just, it's just. Oh, my, I'm sorry. Bruce just made dope movies. He didn't talk shit about people. And and another thing too is like I remember he uh, he did like a string of films that were like kind of like straight to VOD. It was with a lot of like the same people, these low budget his, action movies. His final and arc of his were, career was kind of like was, that. and people are like, "Why are you doing this?" Because it looked like he was just doing a bunch of money grabs, and then you find out that he's sick, and he's like, "Oh, he was just trying to fucking get it prep. in before it was over." Yeah, mm -hmm. before he like he literally couldn't do it anymore. And I That's think when a, you hear the full context, it yeah. kind of makes you feel bad. And it's funny because a lot of those movies, it's, he's not the only one that does that kind of stuff. Where uh, right now Morgan Freeman's in a in a bad movie limbo kind of deal where every, oh really yeah Morgan Freeman's in a bunch of weird shitty action films uh, much like um, Bruce was doing I'm pretty sure he's in a few with Bruce honestly and uh, it's it's kind of weird to see it because a lot of times they'll only be in the movie for like 20 minutes max yeah. like yeah. then their build is like the main guy <laughs> they, they blew the budget but they couldn't <laughs> afford to have him on for more than a and, couple days right yeah. they, they somehow somehow he's on screen quite a bit but if you were to add up the amount of time that he's actually it's on not screen, that much it's not that much mm -hmm. and there's so for some reason a lot of behind the back shots of these guys <laughs> to where they can get a body double and not have to have yeah. morgan freeman or bruce willis in the actual shot what fucking sucks is that uh, what i've heard is that Things like dementia and cancer 
are diseases of like a modern lifestyle. Like people before fucking 1920 never got dementia or cancer. And then as we've become like more like fucking westernized or whatever, people start to get cancer. Well, it's also, it's a, it's a, a disease that comes with age, right? So I feel like but it, people are living longer now no, no, too. But it also, it builds up in your 40s and 50s like you don't just wake up and have dementia it's building up and then you like there are lifestyle interventions apparently that avoid those things from happening but it's hard to pinpoint and well, it's weird because you get like episodes like my my uh my oma before she passed she never went full can't remember me dementia but she would have these episodes where like she might think that she's on the Golden Girls show for yeah, some yeah. reason, and you're just like, "Whoa, what the heck?" She's like, "I'm going horseback riding with Dorothy later," and you're like, "Okay, Oma." <laughs> no, apparently, but you still know who I am, right? Yes, yeah. Alex. <laughs> of, of course. Why would you ask that? Like, oh. Apparently, they visited these like tribes of people that still live uh, modern day in like the Amazon and shit like that, and they only eat fucking berries and whatever they Wait, whatever what are, they hunt what are we talking about i'm talking about this this thing that they've done where they've they visited tribes that modern talking about madam webb right now no i'm talking about <laughs> i'm probably gonna go see that after this by I'm the way talking, no way these these people fucking don't get cancer they don't get dementia they die either of accidents like they fucking they they break their foot and then they get an infection and die or they just die of old age That's but it's like it's, it's 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 literally one of those things where like our modern lifestyle it causes these modern diseases that can't be healed with like medicine. Like you have to like live like a primitive person to avoid getting these kinds of things. Yeah, you I think like you move out to the woods. Or I think you're bringing up something really cool there, right? Because there's like two sides to this. There's one, right? Like fast food, processed food, sugars, all that stuff. You can kind of eat in your 20s. As you get older, you should probably eat less of it. But if you continue to eat it, eventually you'll get sick, die, something like that. I like but how then, you pointed to David. Oh, right? <laughs> uh, no. I'm just Because uh, I just want to read a reference no, no, to what he said about, like, <laughs> I just wanted to reference about what he just said now. It's like, also, people would die of just, like, you know, a little foot scab. Yeah. There's and a, it's like, th there's a double-sided to this. Like, we could, if you put your shit together, you can live to, like... 90 and it's better than eating by like a saber-toothed tiger or breaking your foot and it getting infected then they gotta chop it off and then you got a fake foot and that's just called a knockoff or a prosthetic that might be weird i might get canceled but you know what forget it i break my <laughs> knee and i can get surgery for that knee and it'll be brand new Facts. that's right yo what about you let's go fight and if i get injured i'll go to the doctor and he'll fucking fix me up but yo this healthy stuff in my lungs yo i'm fucked yeah, I'd rather die at 60 than die at 90, but not remember my fucking hands or my niece. Mm -hmm. I wanna fucking be at least sort of audibly and noticeably, consciously capable to speak. Trying to stay healthy so I can live a long yes. time, forever, and be with my family in a house together. Mm -hmm. Let me get a house in Long Beach just mm -hmm. for the nice weather. Mm -hmm. It's nice over here. I'm probably gonna mm -hmm. miss that for sure. No, yeah, I, I fuck with this area so just, heavily. So I heavily. Just, the, they people are always like, oh yeah, I want to live a long time. All this shit, and it's like, I don't want to live in bad shape for too long. Like I want to, as soon as I start to become like not capable of being like on my own and shit, I just want to die at that point. Like, just, I just want serenity, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's a joke for me and Alex. <laughs> there was this, there was a douche in college that said that. We're yeah. like, what do you want? What do you want to do when you like for <laughs> the rest of your life? And the guy's like, honestly, just I just want serenity. Bro. Isn't there a song like that with like a little like like clarinet in it? I think it, by Trevor uh, Hall. 
<laughs> that dude listened to a lot of island music. That's what it was. It's a karma. It's well for you to find me. But I was hiding in the lime tree. How do you hide in a lime tree? <laughs> yeah. Are you a squirrel, bro? <laughs> Trevor Hall, a white man making reggae island music. Oh, God. He made some pretty good stuff, though, no, no, bro. He not some bangers. Yeah, honestly, those white boys can make some good reggae every well, now they're, and then. They're usually, they're usually from California, like good vibes, smoke weed. I don't know, shit. bro. Fucking soldiers from like North Carolina, uh, which is weird. Man, well, he suffered a lot, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's so you need random. you need to suffer. That's why L.A. comedy isn't as good because they don't suffer. They're just like you know enjoying the nice weather, drinking yeah. a smoothie. Yeah, and then they're like, "What's up with airplane food? You're not funny. <laughs> suffer more." Oh, sorry. Uh, you, I, I can grow to forgive you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I Wait, know so what you did? <laughs> what other what other topics you got? You said there was a few that you wanted to point. Uh, oh well, um, I did. I <laughs> or world events, right? Is that what you said? You said current events. This is not shit? really a current event, but I was on um, YouTube. Was it YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the uh, no Bing. I saw a trailer for a <laughs> not a, Bing a VR video game where you play as Jesus. <laughs> Damn, and like, yeah. So, and like, maybe, maybe, can you uh, pull up a trailer real quick, Dave? I, I don't think we need to pull it, up, put it on the screen or anything, uh, for that matter, just because we probably. Um, What's it called? Yeah, you know, the, the. Are you just gonna do it on your phone? I'll, then I'll just, I'll just okay. pull it up. The, the uh, church has been buying a lot of Super Bowl ads. Oh, really? They like so. I remember seeing there's like one commercial. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, oh, you talking about the Mark Wahlberg shit? No. Oh no, that's something else. There, there's a Mark Wahlberg Super Bowl ad about Lint. Where he's I don't like, think it's a Super Bowl ad, but it's what, like an ad. Where I he, thought he no, but it aired during the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? For for this app, Catholic app. No, no, we I, watched it on the podcast once. But um, he the he does a commercial with this guy whose name like Raphael or whatever. But the dude looks like Jesus. So it, like the optics of this commercial is that Mark Wahlberg is just hanging out with Jesus <laughs> talking about how that you guys need to do lint on this app for at the Super Bowl or whatever. It's just but funny it, to to what? spend money in advertising to promote like a, just a religion. Like you the ads that you're talking about are like the, the Jesus saves one. Or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, or it's like us, and then they'll like fill in the rest. But it's not even—they're not even selling a product or like promoting an app or anything. I haven't been to the website, so I wouldn't know. But I'm assuming they're just like you're saying, like just selling the religion. It's just like a, a terrible return on investment. Like weird. nobody can calculate how many people are converting because of that app. Y'all don't even pay taxes. What the fuck are you oh, doing yeah. buying buying Fucked Super Bowl ads? That, that's ta- the first thing that comes into my mind. It's like, yo, that is true. That's, that's nuts. Untaxed Super Bowl ads. We should money. label this podcast as a religion and then write off everything. Yeah, I think. What do you have to do to in order to qualify as? Like, because I'm pretty sure Christian, if a Christian podcast makes money, they probably still have to pay. It's only like churches, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to be like an institution. There should be. How do you podcast in a church? Right. Like, is there a way that we could bend that rule? But anyway, this is the trailer for I Am Jesus Christ. That's what they named the game. Oh, no. And um, it's a virtual reality experience. Oh, shit. Well, we'll have to watch that. After the beat is done, so uh-huh. that I can show you the Holy Ghost, Father, and the Son uh-huh. in this video game where you Ooh, play like as the one and you fucking do when uh-huh. healing magic turn water to one. Shout out this game, cause I get to be my Lord, my Lord and Savior, it's plain, and I'm feeling real great, you know, sir. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah. But, yo, shout out to Jesus. Yeah. Uh, shout out. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just thought of uh, Marrow and Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I like that show Jesus. a lot. I 
really fuck with Vice. Vice? Been growing out my hair, bitch. And it's looking nice. <laughs> well, Vice just took shit. They're no yeah, longer they there. They got bankrupt, and so all their business is up in the air. But you know what else is up in the air? Jesus Christ, so you better beware. We playing as him in the VR. Yeah, you know me and the son are going far. Shout out, God. This is um, uh, honestly insane to me. Uh, oh, I got to turn up my volume here. Why can't I hear anything? Bye. Later, dude. <laughs> okay, something's going on with this. Fuck. That was a loud fuck. What the hell, man? Okay, wait, what am I doing wrong here to not get any audio levels? It's not that. It's not that. Something get disconnected here. Well, folks, looks like I'm not going to be able to. You know what? I'm just going to unplug it. And, and show it to us. Just show it to you guys. And that's just how it's. We just did the last that's beat anyway. Have you been shouting out the producers? I'm going to shout oh, them out right gonna now. We're going to have to do one. Okay, bet. But yeah. I was thinking about that oh, too. I know I what it is. Holy shit. It's because, yep, I'm connected to a Bluetooth speaker. All right, now we'll get the audio, Fuck folks. Shit, I can't believe you, man. I know that was that was some amateur hour BS. Yeah, I can't believe you even work here. <laughs> there were people who saw these things for themselves. <laughs> from do, the do, 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 do. They saw them and then passed the word on. With this in mind, I myself have carefully looked into everything from the beginning. I'm Simon. This is my brother Andrew. We're trying to catch fish. So you're playing as Jesus. I feel like this looks like Skyrim. The music is intense. It'd be funny if it was like Surfing USA. Oh my god, so you literally there's there's parts where yeah, you move the stone out of the way. Like you do these things that Jesus did in the Bible. Like there's a part in the story where you're gonna turn water to wine. And I was watching some guy do a, a playthrough of it the other night because I was just fascinated by it. And um, it's like there's no like real gameplay. It's almost like you go to this one thing and then you act out a shit yeah, that yeah. happened in the Bible. You go and you. It's funny because when you turn the water into wine, the guy that you, you helped out by turning it into wine is like, "This is better than the wine that we had before." <laughs> I don't know. There's all, it's that's bonkers yeah, to yeah. me. It's and, funny because imagine if they made a game, but instead of Jesus, it's Muhammad. The Middle East would be in flames right, right now. Right, right. That would be... Well, that, technically, you don't see his face. Yeah, so yeah, right. I guess it actually would work. No, <laughs> that might be what they prefer. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, or if it's the game with Muhammad, it's just them uh, murdering infidels. Like the whole game, you're just stabbing people from fucking what, Ireland. What I don't understand is I feel like this is a game that was produced by... Like the church or something by Christians, yes, or Christians, but I, it or seems Catholics. blasphemous to like put yourself in Jesus's well, shoes like it's that. Just, it's just weird that like we're commodifying so many fuck like every 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 little fucking thing has to be a money maker now, and I guess people who follow Jesus are 
taking that step. Nobody, nobody likes the game. The, pers- the perspective could be that, oh, people are going to play this game and then they're going to learn the word. I think it's weird how, okay, there's the scenes might where... It might be on something here. When, when he does miracles, like his hands glow like he's in Bioshock. That's what I'm saying. That's why it looks like it's, Sky, it's, it's Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. fucking trying to like make like armor. He does necromancy. Shit. <laughs> shit is fucked up. Okay, let me that's read you so, the producers. Loyal, so weird. Lo- loyalty by Grotto Zero. Ain't Easy by Mavs. Messages by Piper Beats, dealt with by Lethal Needle, Ghosts by GP Beats, Sky High by Lex Factor, Mission Bay by Player Beats, True Religion by Manuel, Blue by Bailey Daniel, Nothing Else Matters by CDs, Cannot Stop by Slaughter Beats, and Break the Rules by 18. When is um Slaughter Beats? When, when's the move out date? Like, when are you out? Uh, I'm moving next Thursday. I'm moving on Leap Day. Damn. So not th- this coming Thursday. You still got a little bit more time? No, no it- this coming Thursday. Oh, okay, okay, it's, okay. It's Saturday, yeah. You're so right. Still, so technically it is, it next, is next Thursday. Week. But I would still say this Thursday, right? Well, it's Saturday, not, not Sunday. To, not if, it su- if it was Sunday, I would say this Thursday. Really? Yeah. So, so or this coming Thursday. Sunday is technically the beginning of the week. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it. Yeah. No. I, it's it's funny how language works like that because I feel like I would underst- have understood both. I should have understood both because technically that is grammatically the way to do it to say next Thursday when it's- next Thursday means not this Thursday. Oh, no, yes, but but if it was Sunday because that's the new week. Grammatically, you you say this Thursday. But what right? what, what do you say? Thursday. Wouldn't you say uh, the following Thursday for the one after this one? I don't know. And I've also met people that uh, claim that the week starts over at Monday, and I'm like, bro, you need to look at a calendar. That's, that's that, still yeah, the work week does. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let's um, we should wrap this one. That's one of those weird. Th- okay. And then just yeah. get into the next one. Uh, if you're down, uh, obviously, yeah, obviously I'm you chilling. can leave and leave whenever. What, what time is it? It's. I'm not. I'm not wearing a watch. So it's, it's, it's two o'clock. Two exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. I got, right, cool. I'm, I'm good for like another hour. Fam. Hell yeah. Uh, follow. Oh, uh, my name's Luciano Reyes. My Instagram is listen to Luciano. If you want to keep up with me and all my little creative endeavors. Yeah, dude. And you can find him on Meta, bro. Hell yeah. Also, high ranking dude. Go on, <laughs> go on Patreon.com forward slash Dawn with Banfamania if you want to support the show. Get early access to episodes. And bonus episodes like the one that we're going to keep recording after this. Also go to, you know, the comment section and like and subscribe to this on YouTube if you're on YouTube. And if you want to listen to my new song, Salt and Satire on all platforms, forget about it. Forget Ooh. about it, baby. Go stream that shit. Is the new song. It's pretty fun. Produced by Lethal Needle. Shout out. And fuck. Go, go catch us on the Patreon. Late.